Feel what I'm yeah. saying? So before we even get yeah. too deep into this thing, understand this is a whole nother level of love. Write her own stuff. Yeah, that's right. Get that shit off your shoulder, <laughs> man. What you mean? You know what I'm saying? Get that shit off her shoulder. Man, you, you, you acting all this and that since you were boosting now. You got some boosting. So, so uh, you, you know that. You know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, but, it's, but it's good to see that you grinding and just putting that much effort and thought into it. You feel what I'm saying? Appreciate like that. that that's really that. dope. You did. That's the one. That's the one. <laughs> I'm putting you on the lingo. That's what's up. You need the internet because everybody are in their phones. I mean, so many black brothers dying, brother. We kings, bro. Yeah. What are we killing each other for, bro? Leave a message. I just might be in the studio. That's how I used to go. Y'all leave. Nobody. Nobody. I nobody. don't say nobody. You know, you, you know, go some, you know, like, go some, some places and the strippers are like, damn, everybody on meth in this bitch. You know what I'm saying? K100 Radio. You are tuned to the K100 Radio, Hip Hop and R&B. K100, you bastards! What's happening, everybody? K100 Radio, I'm your host, Blizzard. What's everybody? What's good, everybody? We are back for another round of our direct line interviews, man. It is definitely going to be a dope segment tonight. Um, we chopping it up with the homie Reg, man. The homie Reg is in the building, man. I'm going to go ahead and bring him on the line real quick, man. We got a conversation. We got some videos. We got stuff we got to talk about. We got stuff we got to get into. Hey, yo, Reg, what's good, fam? What's happening with you, bro? What's up, fam? How you doing? How you doing just living life? How about yourself? Man, I'm good, man. Welcome to the broadcast. You feel me? Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely, man. So listen, man, this is k one Radio's direct line interview, man. And we chopping it up with the homie Reg, man. And I like to just like kind of sort of when we first start the interviews, man, just give the artist the floor. Like give you the floor. I want to give you the floor and let you introduce yourself to our listening audience right now on k one Radio. Everybody that's watching on our podcast. Everybody that may be watching on YouTube. If you listen to this after the fact on Spotify or whatever, however you listen to it, I want you to go ahead and introduce yourself to our listening audience, fam. Go ahead, bro. All right, no doubt, no doubt. Well, my name is Reg. I'm coming from... Raleigh, North Carolina. You know, I'm a rapper, producer, and songwriter. I also have a podcast of my own, Reg Reviews on YouTube as well, too. Shout out to the crew right there. And I just love to make good music for the people, you know what I'm saying? Just living life at the moment, you know? 
Absolutely, fam. Thank you for uh, being with us, man. And it's interesting that you said you got a podcast yourself. I know you be doing podcasts. We was having some technical difficulties getting this from start. So I'm like, well, I know he can understand and appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? That part and that aspect yeah, of the game. You feel me? Because sometimes it goes crazy when you're doing these podcasts and stuff, man. Um, but listen, um, you've got some music and we're getting ready to jump into it. We're going to play the actual, um, we're going to actually play the video uh, for the joint called Masquerade. All right. We got a video for that joint. You know what I'm saying? But you've been at it for a minute. Um, I read up a little bit and I read the bio and I read everything. And this ain't your first hoorah. You've been going at it for a while, man. Um, so let's talk about the history before we get into the current. You know what I mean? How long you been doing? Let's talk a little bit about your past as an artist. Okay, well, I've been doing this as far back as the early 20 teens. You know, I've also just been working on my own craft. You know, just been um, recording some stuff, you know, for the whole SoundCloud era at one point and stuff too. I dropped a few projects, you know, the first project of Evil Surround the Positive. Then I dropped another project called Raw. Have a few EPs out, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just over here hustling and making my brand myself, you know, you know, and just waiting for more big things to come. All right, man. Well, listen, first of all, you know, Carolina, <laughs> I want to, I don't, Carolina is one of those regions. That's what you say you're at. Your, your grind is right. Carolina, right? Right. Carolina, as far as, this is this is the personal opinion. This is not like ironclad. I ain't even going to get into numbers. When I go to events in Carolina, when I go to uh, music stuff and like that, I always hear some of the dopest music, bro. Like, I feel like Carolina is like that one place that is just way, way underrated when it comes down to hip hop and like the recognition and like just how many people are dope artists that come from there and just how much props they get in the, in the general hip hop culture. I'm not saying nobody don't rob Carolina, y'all don't jump on my feed and all that crazy stuff. I'm just saying like in general, when you say hip hop, you don't like, oh, North Carolina is like the first place to stick in your mind. You know what I mean? Like in Atlanta or right. New York or whatever. What do you feel about that, bro? I feel like Carolina is super, super underrated and everybody wants to claim, oh, yeah, we don't know, no. We talking about just pure talent when you go out and you be out there in the culture and you go to the events and you go to over, you go over the mics, the showcases, whatever, and just that untapped talent. I feel like Carolina is like full of dope artists, but it never just gets that whole light shined on it. What do you think about that, bro? Well, you know, it just all sometimes just depends on how well the marketing is and how well the promotion is when it comes to certain artists. Because I feel like, you know, when it comes to North Carolina, you know, we it is not really as talked about like the music not really as talked about as like place like you know chicago you know um, atlanta we're just like cities in north carolina in general but i feel like it also depends on who's marketing who who's pushing who you know what i'm saying i just feel like you know we, we have like a lot of very dope talent in north Car in the carolinas and whatever too and everything you know some of them are making dope music and making dope business out right now but, you know, um, everybody just wants to be right, like everybody. Exactly. Yeah, well, you know? let's talk about that because your music is different. I'm going to start right there before I even play it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the music is different. And I can see that you're definitely 100% before we play one word of this music. What you're not trying to do is sound like everybody else. You're not trying to go with the flow. You're not trying to go with like what's quote unquote hot or trendy or whatever. And I'm, I'm, I'm a sh right. I can easily tell that that's by design. Why is that though? Because some people, some people, everybody have everybody has their own reasons for doing hip hop, bro. Like everybody, some people do hip hop for different various reasons. You know what I'm saying? I get it. Some people jump into it just because they got they like they like the idea of being a famous artist. They like the idea they like the attention that being a rap star would bring them and the and the clout that it would bring them. And some people do it because they 
They just love this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is what they want to do. Right. You feel me? I'm, I'm assuming that you would fall into the ladder, but explain explain why you feel like you don't, you're making music that doesn't sound necessarily like what's trending or what's out right now. I try to set my own rules, honestly. Uh-huh. I definitely try to set my own rules. I definitely try to set my own pace. And honestly, it's just that it's all about being distinctive and being authentic, you know? Because sometimes people might not even tell the difference between one person and another person but at the same time i it's not that i try so hard to be weird or controversial it's just sometimes it just comes like naturally and everything like that too and it's just all about me being myself and making the great music i can i get that i understand that definitely totally you feel me for real now do you think that that's making your path just give give, give me give me the honest opinion do you think that that's making your path harder is that making it do you think that makes it more difficult to get to a, a level where you can live off your music as an artist? Do you think that's just generally how it goes? I think there's always going to be some difficulty, you know, just carving your own path and making sure that it's a profitable negotiation as well, too, you know, because, you know, there's also some artists these days that, you know, they just been doing it for years and years and years. And let's just say they go from label to label. And a lot of those labels might trick them into a 360 deal. So what they happen is that they would try to rush release certain projects. They don't have no enthusiasm, enthusiasm or anything like that. But then when, it's, when it, the contract is over and they want to drop that last good project and they feel like it's the best work, everyone's just going to lose patience with that stuff too. So it's just all about, you know, being yourself. It's all about, you know, knowing what you want and just standing by what you want by your words when it comes to the music. All right. Now it's funny that you mentioned you mentioned you you said I want to make sure I just don't misquote you. This is we, right now. This is K One Hundred Radio. You are All tuned right. to K One Hundred Radio, hip hop and R and B. K One Hundred, you bastard. And we chopping it up with Reg. And I just want to just I want to double back just real quick, Reg, real quick. You said that artists get tricked into a three sixty, right? And absolutely. And and. I, I, I'm pretty sure you're, you're, you've been at it for a minute, so you kind of understand that pretty much now, nowadays, all deals are 360. Like they're not giving you the old record deals are like pretty much dead. Those are those are like CDs at this point. It's a done deal, fam. I don't know what to tell you. It's a couple of them out there, but you know, pretty much, yeah, it's, it's pretty much a done deal. Now, would you because you said you get tricked into a deal, but if someone came to you right now, a major label. You'd have to sign some semblance of a 360. So you're saying that if someone stepped to you and presented you with a label situation or a situation to sign a major contract, you wouldn't sign no, it? No, no, no. You wouldn't you would sign it? Oh no, I never no, no, it's not not me personally. Uh-huh. Just and I'm just speaking like in general terms, just from what I've been reading up and everything like that, too. And just me just educating myself in the music industry and educating myself in the music business. That's what I've been reading myself about, you know? Okay. All right, I was making sure I was like, because everybody, I had the same discussion with a group of artists uh, not too long ago, and they were all like, ah, three sixty. I'm like, so you, so you, so you saying you don't want a deal? Because <laughs> any version of a deal you get nowadays in 2023 from any major backing is gonna be a three sixty. They're just not signing you. Just oh yeah, let's just, let, let's get let us get the CD money only. Yeah, no. You know what I'm saying? Not going to happen. You feel what I'm saying? You're going to get a 360, and that's what you're going to sign, or you're not going to sign with a major at this point. So I just wanted to make sure we was kind of just making sure we were staying on task with that particular uh, business. Also, let me ask you this question, though. As an independent artist, there's a lot of different, there's a lot of stuff going on. I know people like to come on here and they like just talk about themselves only and just their music. No, it's not what it, that's not what a direct line interview is about. 
a direct line interview is about really just getting into how the artist really thinks. You feel what I'm saying? Let me ask you this. Um, while we're talking about the industry, I don't want to sway too far away. What do you think about the new Spotify situation where you've got to have, you have to have at least a thousand streams on a song for them to even think about paying you royalties now? That's changed. And a lot of people are up in arms about it saying, well, you know, I mean, all things being equal, a thousand streams is maybe what, four bucks? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Something like that is not a lot. But do you feel like that is something that is is against is, is for the indie artists, or do you think it helps by kind of making everything easier on the back end for the big companies to pay the ones who really deserve to be getting those checks? Because most of the time, if you got a digital distributor like CD Baby or Distro Kid, your threshold is like twenty fifty dollars anyway. So if you get a, <clears throat> a thousand streams, you're not gonna get paid anyway. What do you think about that? I feel like that's definitely, and I read up about that a little bit this morning. Well, the news the news report really came out this morning though. And that's definitely like a detriment to artists. But at the same time, I'm not surprised because Spotify has been having a history when it came to cheating certain artists. And we have witnessed that itself when it came to like that recent purge that happened. And a lot of those artists, like you know, India Ire and then Crosby Steals and Nash, you know, they left Spotify. They don't want to be on Spotify and everything like that because of the way how they're treating the artists. And I remember at the time, people, I remember at the time, people were just like up in arms about that because of the fact that, well, Spotify is like the go to when it comes to like music streamings and everything like that next to Apple Music. And, you know, everyone's like, oh, pro Spotify, pro Spotify. But now I look at it years later, it's like, yeah, maybe they did have a point about that too, you know, which again, this is just why a lot of artists these days should definitely. Think about owning their own publishing as well too so you know a lot of artists like to sell their publishing these days which is again another detriment to the artists they need that to actually eat but i mean i think that i think that you know you're versed in what you're saying and everything is correct spotify <clears throat> let me try a second spotify is necessary in a sense of just simply making sure people can access what you want them to hear, right? Like, do you want them to hear the song or not? Like, do you want them to hear the song? Do you care? Do you want people to, to easily be able to hear the song as easily as possible? You know how people are generally, especially when it's not an artist that they're familiar with and they're not a fan of, which is going to be 99.9% of indie artists. You want to make it accessible, easy, not hard, right? So you want them to be able to flick, flick their phone and Bluetooth it up and blah, blah, blah. So <clears throat> it's a necessary evil on that technological aspect. But you are correct from the business side streaming is a, a two-edged sword it's albeit horrible when it comes down to getting money from your music but it's excellent for access to your music <laughs> so you got to pick a you got to pick you got to pick a struggle family you know you got to pick a struggle independent artist you know what i'm saying which one do you want um <clears throat> unfortunately the, the technology made it super easy and super cheap to get your music out and in front to some uh, in front of someone's face into their ear but uh, they ain't paying you that much no more. <laughs> they're not paying you uh, you know, they're not paying you a dollar for that or even ten dollars for that. So, I, I just wanted to hear your um, your um, your input on that because that news you're the first person I actually interviewed since that broke. And I was like, next any artist someone interview, I'm gonna ask them about that, what they feel about that. You feel me? Let's talk about your um, your, yourself as like a platform. What made you decide to get into podcasting? And were you podcasting before you started doing music, or were you doing music and you got into it? Like, how did that? Honestly, 
I was really like experimental. with you uh-huh. and it really just started off for me just reviewing albums I had in my collection and everything like that too with my friends and everything but then over the years we've talked about like a lot of this current issue we talked about a lot of variety you know movies and TV it's also a great way for me and also the, the, the podcast collective to actually reach out to what they have to say about it you know certain music of today and everything I bet I understand that so I know I, I'm someone that, you know, I kind of, I have, well, not kind of, I have a background in music and I came into this particular um, lane, as we would say, um, you know, because I felt like it was a need for, you know, you know, 12 years ago when we started doing this before, you know, podcasts were cool and before COVID and all that, um, I felt like it was a need, you know, uh, for just a few more lanes for independent artists. And I always ask people that are in, you know, both, both of them, which one came first and why, you know, why do you do what you do on that end? I got one more. Right. I got one more current event scenario I want to throw at you. Then we'll get into the music. Then we'll get into the music. All right, Reg. But this is a good one. This is a good one. No You're going to love this one. No okay. <clears throat> so are you familiar with the, not, I'm not going to call it beef because it's not beef. It's really not. But are you familiar with the back and forth between D1 and Rick Ross today about what happened with when D one said something about Rick Ross's music, and Rick Ross came back, and then D D one came back. Are you familiar with? I know you probably know who Rick Ross. I don't know about D one, but are you familiar with the artist, and are you familiar with their 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 issue that's going on that that just happened within the last maybe day or so? I need a clarification on that issue. To be honest with you, okay. I've been all over the place. Okay, so real quick, I run it down for you real quick. D one basically, you know, he's a gospel artist, right? Per se, that's right. the word I'm going to use. I'm not necessarily just putting him in that box. And I don't know if that's what he necessarily wants to be called, but that's what he technically is to me as far as genres. Rick Ross, of course, is a hip-hop secular artist. D1 called out Rick Ross, Meek Mill, and a couple other people and said that their lyrics are detriments to the community. In retort, Rick Ross came on social media and said, you know, D1, hey, fam, you know, uh, you worry about, pretty much you worry about the wrong thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, like why you why you coming at me? And then Rick Ross proceeded to name up all the community stuff that he does for the community, right? All the things, all the toy drives and all the things that he does for kids that he don't even really talk about. So then D1, D1 came back and said, yo fam, I was just talking about your lyrics. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, 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 and Rick Ross tried to sun him a little bit and say, what have you done? You know, talk about blah, blah, blah. So D Ross came back and he had to list off his credentials of what he's done in the community and blah, blah, blah. So these guys are going back and forth now at this point. It's, 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 it's going from a rap battle to a community a, a list of community work. But anyway, the whole thing starts and the whole thing is centered around lyrics and how detrimental they are. And I'm, I, I'm asking you this for a specific question before we get into your music specifically. <clears throat> the subject matter of, of music and, and how that affects, you know, kids or whoever, whoever, and how much does an artist feel they're responsible. And right now, basically, D1 is trying to call out, I guess, secular artists about Selling, making songs about selling drugs or whatever, whatever. But I want to ask you, what do you feel about that? Do you feel like D1 is correct? Because he's a gospel artist. By default, he should technically not agree with a secular artist. That's That doesn't make any sense. So, so their message should not jive with his message at all. But at the same time, there's a lot of artists like Rick Ross who may make music for street people who may make secular music but do a lot of good in, in the hood. What do you think about the whole 
back and forth from the fact that D1 even came at Rick Ross and other, he, it was like, not just Ross, but Ross was the one who responded back to him. So now, of course, it's going viral at this point. You know what I'm saying? So what do you think about that whole situation? Like, do you think D is warranted for trying to call out secular artists for saying stuff like that and just maybe pushing aside what they may do outside the community, outside of the community for real, you know, with their money? Okay, well, um, I'm going to be quite honest, honest with this. I personally feel like sometimes when people, you, know, you have like a lot of these artists, like these gospel artists that want to talk about secular music, I personally feel that sometimes a lot of them don't always lyrics and they just like to just pinpoint one specific thing and they want to just make a huge deal about it. Now, granted, granted, when it comes to certain artists and everything like that, if they, if I feel like a certain artist is negative or if it's like not my vibe, it's just not my vibe. But at the same time, these gospel, some of these gospel artists, and it, it has been an ongoing issue for years, years, years. Like some of these gospel artists, some of these like other artists, they want to talk about some music, but then at the same time, they don't go after like a lot. They only go after people of color. That's the thing that kind of irritates me. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, Everyone does have their own opinion. I just personally feel like that opinion could have been brought on in certain ways, you know what I'm saying? And regarding like what Rick Ross does in the community, yeah, Ross does a lot of stuff in the community, but there's also at the same time too, you know, a lot of his music, especially like a lot of his recent music, he has also been a little bit awesome positive. You know, people have to talk about what they actually know to convey the audience's attention because there's all something that might appear to be very negative in hindsight, but at the same time, they will be trying to warn you not to follow that life and whatnot too, because people can be hard, hard headed. And sometimes we have to do drastic measures to reach those people. And that's right, kind of how I right. see I it. I feel you. Um, I like the answer. I do. <laughs> I think that it's, it's, it's a wild conversation. If you haven't really just peeped the whole, they both got videos out. Like, like D ones, Ross has got this whole long rant at him and D's got this whole response back and it's just getting it's getting a little you know it's getting a little we're not worried about D1 getting into no real street beef like that's the comfort that we have in this particular conversation like we know these two guys are not going to get into a shootout you know what I'm saying it's not going to get to that ridiculous level so we can be rest assured on that I'm like 99% sure on that but however I I was kind of just perturbed by the whole thing starting off I was of the opinion, like, yo, fam, was it really even necessary? Like, why did he have to do that? I understand that you're going to be on that side of the fence when it comes to it, but these guys do a lot with the money that they that they do actually make when they're in the game. I, I'm i a person, I believe in, let me tell you this, Reg. I believe in artist freedom. I believe artists should be able to say whatever the hell they want to say. You feel what I'm saying? It's their music, and I, exactly. and I also don't hold artists to this ridiculous, um, to this ridiculous kind of, like, double standard when it comes to hip-hop artists where where they got to worry about the community they got to worry about the kids but you know quentin tarantino doesn't or martin scorsese doesn't you feel what i'm saying you know what i mean and that's the point right there <laughs> ea sports doesn't <laughs> you know activision because doesn't the, yeah yeah go ahead the, go ahead the thing is, these people they all talk about hip-hop this hip-hop that oh i'm talking about selling drugs but these were the main people that they love Every line on the Godfather and Scarface. I, I love them. 
piece too, but yeah. it's the thing. Yeah. It's like so a double edged. I just feel like, man, you know? it's 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 a lot of hypocrisy and a lot of it. But I thought it was an interesting question that I wanted to ask you because we finna get we finna get into the music and your music is different. You know what I'm saying? And the vibe mm-hmm. is different. And so, let me. Do you do you? Uh, okay, just 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 say yes or no. Do you you do you rep the South? Do you rep the South, Carolina? Carolina's the South. Do you rep the South? Do you feel like you're a Southern artist? I feel like I'm a Southern artist. Okay. You know? That's what I was saying. Now, now because when we when we play the music, we get ready to present it to the people. Is it's 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 it doesn't sound like a Southern artist. Like if you just listening to it on its face, you feel what I'm saying? And but we already started. Right. We, we started this whole interview saying that Reg is different. We started that. We told you that before we even playing any music. Before we even started talking, we told you. People listening and watching that Reg was different. So we prepared you and prepped you for everything. You feel me? And, you know, um, one thing I was reading up on you, you produce a lot of your own stuff, right? Yeah. Right. Yes, majority of it. Okay. Let me ask you this. You, which one was first? Was you a producer first or a rapper, a rapper first? Which one was first? Okay. Why did you start producing? Why? The, the why? Why did you start producing? Because, you know, when I used to listen to a lot of my favorite rap records, you know, I was always intrigued by when it came to, like, a certain album that was produced by, like, a soul producer. Like, LL Cool J's Mamas Didn't Knock You Out. Molly Ball practically did the whole album. And, of course, Dr. Dre, The Chronic. And, um, you know, Jay Rude Damage just rising the East. Primo did that. And I thought to myself, you know, if I want to have my own sound and push the genre more, I just want to, like, craft my own sound and keep working on it keep working on it you know what i'm saying because some of them earlier songs i produce i'm not going to hold you a lot of those earlier songs i produce i was really just learning as i go but then over the years i just got better you know ask people for help and everything like that too and then i just taught myself all right so the first song that we're going to get into we're going to get into the new joint masquerade all right and for the people that are for the people that are watching on uh youtube if you're watching this on our facebook live or our youtube live um then you'll be able to actually see the video for the people that may be listening on k100radio.com or listening you know on spotify or something like that you guys will be able to hear it but you won't be able to see the video so you're gonna have to go find the video on um youtube and go look it up and everything but if you're watching live with us right now or you're watching the replay on youtube or on our facebook page then of course you will actually be able to see the video so i want you to just give me the synopsis all right give me the breakdown of the record rage and then tell me what we getting again and we getting into just from a visual standpoint for the ones that do get a chance to see it about masquerade talk about the record i wrote the masquerade about a year and a half ago you know what i'm saying honestly you know the masquerade i was really just writing a lot of stuff i, so I was just so focused i was writing a lot of stuff and i, I when i made i made the beat and the beat definitely had like a very circusy, a very like, you know, you go into like a Ringley Brothers kind of show and everything like that too. And I wanted the beat to be very like mysterious, like you in like a masquerade show, you'll know what to expect. So that's pretty much what I wrote the whole song basically about. Um, shout out to my homegirl Lo, who actually directed the music video. Very dope director, y'all. Make sure y'all go to her and stuff like that too, you know what I'm saying? Um, she definitely did a thing on the video. You made it more cinematic. We actually did the video in Durham, North Carolina, and everything like that too. And I definitely wanted it to be more, more a lot, a very cinematic, but at the same time, 
very dominant during the music video. So that's why I kind of got the idea for the masquerade. Cause like a lot of this music definitely has a very dominant kind of feel to it, you know, very authoritarian authoritarian feel to it. So all right. That's kind of how I got is the, this uh, masquerade, right? Is is mas is the masquerade, right? The masquerade, correct? Masquerades. Masquerade, you got it. All right, man. Let's get into it, man. This is Reg. This is K100 Radio. All right, make sure if you're watching and you're actually watching this on YouTube, like literally, if you like it, please go subscribe to the artist channel, man. We'll make sure we get a chance to give them the give them give them the um information and all that kind of stuff. But if you're already like listening on Spotify or you're already on YouTube, like yo, like our main thing we trying to do is connect independent artists with whatever people that are connected with us already. We got we got people that's connected with us. We're trying to connect y'all to new music. All right. So if you hear something that you or see something that you think is dope. You're literally already on the app. You literally got your phone in the hand. All right. <laughs> Look it up. Hit, hit like. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? I'll, I'll let Reg sell you guys t-shirts and stuff. But at the very least, you can hit a subscribe or hit a like or something. You feel what I'm saying? I'll let the artist sell you the merch. I'm here to just sell you on the artist. This is k one Radio. I'm your host, Blitz. Check this joint out, man. It's called The Masquerade. This is Reg. All right. You are tuned to the K100 Radio. Hip-hop and R&B. Not drowning, but rose up my leisure. Trials and tribulations been a hassle. Charming females from US to Brazil. I mean, I'm the slick motherfucker. The only nigga that would bust your rhymes. Like the hip-hop legend. No need to be trying to pretend. Who takes the bait while we all hooked? Causing havoc and prodigy shook. Life is a gamble. Take it to Vegas. Catch on my thot shit like your name Megan. Don't have me waiting. R.I.P. Heavily. Never gonna fail. Unlike Chevy C. Got you stepping. Going around, all my masquerade shit, nigga, bow down. 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 Back to back to back to back to back. Coming to attack while niggas be jacked. I use my wisdom to excel motivation. I'm only thinking of domination. As I kill my dreams, take seated. Macking like I was day and fielding. Lots of fun when I get in the scene. I'm not the one that's always too keen. I use the mic so deadly it's a crime. When I breathe, it's matter sublime. Attention from the most incredible. Got you faded. Off the last edible. Divided we conquer. United we fall. Damn it, tell me you just dropped the ball. Kiss my ass as I love it loud. I'm a masquerade shit, nigga, bow down. 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 I've been underrated too long. No need to state it in my next song. Fast succession brings out the character. One dumb, one smart, like John Ritter. Niggas got crews and clicks that ain't real. Maybe it's a tea they're willing to spill. I got the mind of a rebel on compromise. Making the life I be having optimized. Taking small niggas in their feelings. You ain't no king, so you better stop whopping. I'm a masquerade shit, nigga, bow down. All my masquerade shit, nigga, bow down.
You are tuned to the K100 Radio, Hip Hop and R&B. Right. K100, you bastards. K100 Radio, I'm your host, Blizz, and this is another direct line interview, man. We over here chopping up with the homie Reg, man. And we're going to go ahead and jump back over here to him, man, the conversation. So that was Masquerade. We're going to jump back over here with the homie, man. Reg, what's good, fam? You still here? Yeah, man, I'm still here. All right, man, that was Masquerade, man. And who did you say directed that joint? You said it was a female, wasn't it? Yeah, my, my homegirl, Lo, she directed it. All right, well, shout out to Lo. Big ups to her, all right? <laughs> Tell Lo I said good job, all right? Um, what about the, uh, the, the the treatment for that? Like, did you come up with the treatment? You just kind of say, oh, we're going to shoot it here or whatever, or she just kind of came up with the whole concept? She was the one who really picked the location. I, we, it was like a collaborative thing. You know, I kind of came up with a concept. She was the one that really picked the location. Okay. You know? All right. So let me ask you this. Uh, I want to get into the next record. We got another one. What is this? Cocaine? Wait a minute. Let me, let me make sure I got that. Cocaine will lose your, cocaine will lose your wife. That's the one. Yeah. yeah. That was... Talk about that one real quick. We got to play. Uh, <laughs> the name is kind of like you know what i'm saying hold oh, let me pull the record up you know what i'm saying the name is kind of crazy though what, what what we talking about on that one fam what we talking about on this one okay well um this one right here i kind of it's kind of like based on a true story and everything like that too um i had a friend who was going through like a addiction you know he, he was addicted to um going to like going out escorting and strippers and everything like that too when he was married oh, oh. at the time Oh, but okay. Oh, <laughs> all right. That that could be problematic. That could be problematic. I mean, that could be problematic. Go ahead. Continue. Continue. That's, that's, that's I mean, and then all of a sudden, yeah, and then it's just like, you know, there used to be a stripper named Cocaine that he used to know. So that's when I kind of use that as like a metaphor. The Like, you know, Cocaine will lose your wife because you don't want a lot of the bad negative to ruin your union, ruin your marriage or everything like that too. So that's why I kind of came up with that concept. So let me ask you this. I'm actually, now, now mm -hmm. we, now we get into a different conversation. We get into like a black man conversation, fam. All right. Okay. Do you feel like you obligated to like check your man's when he's doing something like that? Do you feel like, like, yo, cause first of all, he's a grown man. And that's a, that's a, that's a nuanced conversation when it comes to us. You feel me as black men? Right. You feel what I'm saying? Right. It's like, yo, you know, yo, yo, we out together, we chilling. It's like, yo, you wilding, fam. But hey, you know, you, you know what I'm saying? I'm your boy, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't. It's a, okay, let's be a hundred. Let's be a hundred, Reg. We finna go here. You can't, all right, let's go. You, let's you, go. You, you can't snitch on your nigga now. You can't snitch on your dog. All right, you can't be out here. If we out and we chilling, let's get, let's, let's, let's keep this shit a hundred. If you out and you chilling and you kicking with your homeboy and we out, even if he married or whatever, whatever, and some chicks is whatever, whatever, and you know what I'm saying, you got to play the wingman or whatever, you can't just be like, yo, chill, fam. Or you can't be like, yo, yo, you can't be like going back telling his wife or nothing. You, you can't do any of that shit, right? Because that's like, uh, that's against uh, man, man code, man law shit. Man code. Right? You can't do man it. Code, yeah. You can't do it. You can't do it. So you saw this and you was like, it inspired you to write this record. So you kind of felt like, ah, but you know, you really couldn't say nothing. I never dropped his name. So that, <laughs> I never dropped his name. So I have plans, I have plans. So. Does he know, does he know this song is, does he know this song is out and this song is about him? Does he know? Oh, 
He does not. Okay. He does not know right. the songs about him, and I'm probably gonna take that to the grave, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, as long as you know, I just want I just want to see what you had to say about that, because I'm like, ooh, that's, ooh, because you know what I'm saying. Because then you know, I got I got friends, you know what I'm saying, and my friends got friends, my friends got wives, and if I say certain shit in certain songs, they gonna know it's them. <laughs> they gonna be like, what the fuck? They gonna be like, yo, yo. And you know what I'm saying? I'm like, nah, I'm just bullshit. It's, it's, it's art. It's art. It's art. It's art. <laughs> it's art. It's art. All right, fam. So let's go ahead and get into this one. Then we're going to get ready to wrap things up. Uh, let me see and pull this up over here. So this is uh, Cocaine Will Lose Your Wife. And this is Reg. We're going to yes, display sir. this one. Let me stop this background music. We're going to just drop this joint for y'all real quick. This is K1J Radio. You guys let me know what you think about this one, man. This is another joint from Reg. Cocaine. All right will lose your wife let's go you are tuned to decay 100 radio hip-hop and r&b tired of always being the one to me in the middle reconciliation became slow just like a turtle the perfect marriage to all for those who ever noticed both thrown against the wall by the old surface he lost the love and vice versa Cut. 
up with Reg. Cocaine stole your wife, but don't tell your goddamn friend wife about that shit. And also, don't even mention that shit at the barbecue or at that one time when y'all hanging out. Like, nigga, don't even bring that shit up. Like, that shit never happened. Uh-huh. Make sure you got them... Nah, fam. Uh, <laughs> that, that, that never happened. Like, I wasn't even there for that. Huh? What? Huh? What? Alright. <laughs> Alright, Reg, before we get ready to wrap things up, fam, let's make sure that we got every, everybody, uh, get you information for everybody to go be able to follow um, your grind, check you out. I want you to give out all the information uh, where they can find the music. Also, give out the information where they can find your podcast and stuff, fam. Go ahead. You got it. Run it down. I bet. I love this part. Okay, so my Instagram, y'all can follow me at Red Central. I'm going to repeat that one more time, at Red Central. Also, on Twitter, or formerly known as Twitter now. Known as Ed. You can follow me at Real Reg one Follow me on my you know, Reg reviews if y'all want to see doing on our podcast, dropping music videos, dropping music updates, you know what I'm saying? So um, y'all can follow me all through those podcasts, all through them social media networks All right, as well, man. Too. Listen, fam. It was yeah, a great conversation, man. It's good to do. meet you, fam. Keep doing your thing. Keep grinding. You feel me? Uh, we apologize for people that may be watching that we started a little bit late. I kind of had some, some last minute tech issues, but actually I like the way it went down. This way it was better. Yeah, well, it was better. You know, this bay was better. This bay was better. We might just stick with this. You feel what I'm saying? We might stick with this. All right, man. Listen, everybody, remember, subscribe to the K100 Radio YouTube channel. All right, make sure you follow us and, you know, all our, all our social medias, K100 underscore radio, K100radio.com, and all the good stuff, man. Make sure you check out and connect with all the artists that we have over here on the Direct Line interviews. If you missed any portion of this interview, if you popped in late and you liked the conversation and you was like, hmm, what were they talking about earlier? We got you. On the YouTube channel, we have a we are listed as a podcast and YouTube, so you can find us on YouTube if you're a YouTuber, if you're a Spotifyer. We ain't gonna make no money off this shit over there on Spotify, but we don't care. It's not about the money. It's about y'all hearing the conversation. So we have a podcast on Spotify as well, and we're also a podcast on Apple Music. You cannot escape us. That's the point. K100 Radio, we're easy to find, and, you, and these conversations, even on SoundCloud. You one of those guys that's like, yo, yo, son. I ain't even rocking with none of that. Y'all be on SoundCloud where it's really raw. Cool. We even on SoundCloud. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you find this, man. You feel me? Make sure you find Reg. Uh, shout out to a Platinum Voice PR. Shout out to um, 
uh, uh, Carmen, she uh, hooked it, hooked everything up, man. Shout out to you. Got we got to make sure we shout out to Platinum Voice PR, man. She always bringing us people over here. And um, how did you meet her anyway? Because that's how we met you, actually. We always like to kind of bring it up a little bit before we ride. How'd you meet um Carmen? Be real with you. I was just looking up some research on marketers and promoters. I saw her name. I hit her up, and then boom, here we go. Wow. You know, shout out to Carmen. Carmen's a beast. Carmen's the girl right there. Shout out to her. Yeah, she puts in a lot of work. She don't obviously she don't just work with us. That's not what a let me tell you guys something. Let me just let me just I'm not gonna rant. This is not a rant. This is not a rant. This is information. You artists need to understand that publicists and DJs and and, and, and and program directors like I and myself and you know personality. Listen, you have to just remember this one thing. One thing about all of all of us. Our grind centers around working with a lot of different people. So just always remember, you, even if you paid for a service or whatever, a lot of people paid. Give us time to respond to an email. Don't be impatient. As long as we stand on what we stand on and we get everything delivered to you when we say we're going to get it delivered to you and if everything came back, just chill, fam. Y'all got to chill. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's difficult when you when you are, when you are, when you become a platform or you understand this with podcasts and you schedule it and things happen tonight. Didn't even expect, but I was just—I was over here chilling, fixing me a drink in a red cup, thinking we gonna start right on time. I go over here, pop right. up. I pop up the website. This, you know, to start the conversation. Uh oh, it's down. Oh hell, gotta call the audible. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> gotta call the audible. You gotta, right. you gotta figure out another way to do this thing tonight. You need to be prepared for that. But I'm just saying, everybody understand that when you when we build these platforms to help the independent artists, man, it's it's for y'all. But sometimes you gotta give us a little grace and get a little bit of patience. I appreciate yours tonight. You feel me? And um, shout out to everybody who still came and tuned in. Everybody, it's a lot of people listening on K100Radio.com. I can see this stream over here. So shout out to everybody on K100Radio.com. Download the mobile app, by the way. It's free. Give us a five-star. <laughs> All right, Reg. Hey, man, I'm looking for... Hey, and one day, um, you know, we maybe, maybe we chop it up on your podcast, man. Maybe that's how it goes. You feel me? Of course, of course. All right, man. And I want to also... Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. And I definitely understand about the technical issues. We still got it this, we still got this done. So I'm definitely glad we got this. Thank you so much. And I hope I come back to your podcast on some other day. Absolutely. And I still felt like it was a dope conversation. Like that's what that's what matters. You know what I'm saying? That's the best that's what matters. I'm only being I'm only keeping it a hundred. I could have just act like nothing didn't happen and y'all niggas wouldn't even know. K100 Radio. You <laughs> are tuned to the K100 Radio, hip hop and R and B. K100, you bastards!